This is CliffCentral.com. Gentlemen by choice on CliffCentral.com. Wait, what time is it? Yes, that's right. It's that time again. Gentlemen by choice. It's your, it's your favorite boys on a Thursday at 12. You know it! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's a Thursday again, and you know what that means. Welcome to the greatest of times with the greatest of people with the greatest stories to share. My name is Sampiro Petros, and that's right. The other guys aren't here yet. But let's not look at it that way. I'm just looking at my time to shine and enjoying the week. I hope your week's been good. I've, I've had quite a challenging week. But funny enough, let's not talk about the bad things of the day or the bad things of the week. Let's talk about how we're moving forward now and how we're going to have the time of our lives on this show today. But anyway, let's talk about my day. As we wait for uh, interesting people to get here on time, our guest is here and she's got an amazing story to share. If you thought we had some interesting guests in the past few weeks, this guest is going to tell you about a story of how she made it and then things fell apart completely and then she made it again. But before we talk about that, let's talk about my day. So today I usually catch my Uber on the way to um, to studio. And you know, it's always quite interesting to get to understand what the, the Uber drivers uh, always have to share. I mean, I always ask them what they were doing before they they uh, got got onto the, the, the gig with Uber. And they always share something interesting. I know some guy told me he was the the vice president of uh, some hotel. And he's like, no, I just decided that I wanted to go on my own and shine, you know. But today, my driver, quite an interesting character, he was supposed to drop me off at the Khawatrin station and then I'd get here quickly. But uh, on the way to the station, this man decided that uh, he's going to make a pit stop. Oh, I don't even know how to describe it, but let me just tell you the, the, the plain truth. This guy told me, he was like, hey, hey, Baba, I'm like, what? What does that mean? You're running tummy. Like, I don't understand. Why are you telling me about a running tummy? He's like... No, no, uh, I just need to make a, a stop at the garage. And this is this Kata's news. I won't take a lot of time. I'm like, okay, so we'll see. I need to catch the train in five minutes. But this guy's telling me that he's not going to take all the time in his world. So we literally stop at the side of the road. And he tells me that he's going to be two minutes in the bathroom. And then from there, he's going to drop me off at the station. So I'm like, okay, so this guy literally wasted my time. So I'm seeing him as a three-star kind of guy. You know, we rate these guys on their service. So I thought three-star. Then he took seven minutes or eight minutes. I can't even remember anymore. But then I was like, nah, this guy's not serious. Like he's burning this bathroom. Like what's going to happen now? So I eventually I missed the train and he eventually comes back. He's like, no, I'll, I'll drop you off where you need it to be. So I'm like, okay, no, that's fine. That's uh, improved service at least. I've been waiting for him anyway, and like the, while he's on the toilet, the clock is ticking, and I'm still paying. And uh, yo, <laughs> to cut a, a long story short, he eventually came around. He took me. He was supposed to take me to the next station. We missed the train there. Then uh, we were supposed to catch it at the next station. We missed the train there, and then he eventually dropped me off at the studios. But on this journey to the studios, his clock was still ticking. So effectively, I still paid for my trip. But we're not going to get into the nitty gritty of things. But this guy really messed up. And he's like, at the end of the trip, no, you don't forget, Baba, five stars, ne? five stars. I'm like, hey, this man is crazy. Like, he's thinking other things. Five stars for who? Like, I don't understand how you expect five stars when you treated me like this. You went to the bathroom, first of all. You expected me to wait for you. And now all of a sudden you want five stars. 
But I guess uh, not all things uh, work out together in the, in the manner in which you expect them to. But it's okay. It's okay. I mean, I've had uh, quite an interesting week. And uh, as we cruise into the to the show for the, today, and as we let you get excited for our, our guest, I think we should play a little jingle just uh, to warm you up and prepare you for, for the realest of real. Well, ladies and gentlemen, guess who just decided to grace us? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Did you enjoy listening to me while you were on the way here? Yeah, but that's actually the cool thing about the Cliff Central app. <laughs> you know, you can be chilling in the car, put put on the Bluetooth, and then you know you can listen to Cliff Central from anywhere, from your car, from your phone. And it's just that cool. So you felt like you were in <laughs> studio, but not in studio, right? Exactly. <laughs> felt like I could listen, but I could just couldn't say anything. But I'd be like, what? Five star for who? What happened? <laughs> my guy, my, my Uber driver was on another level today. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe it. He was how many stars did you give him? So I haven't decided how much I'm going to give him. You haven't him. decided. <laughs> like I needed to observe and remember, reminisce yeah. on the whole trip. He first of all decided to go take a dump in the middle of the trip. Oh, <laughs> Second of all, I missed my two trains. I missed two trains on the way here. Yo. And uh, when he said he's going to cancel the trip, the trip wouldn't cancel. So uh, effectively, I still paid... Uh, about a hundred rand when I was supposed to pay like twenty rand for my trip. Jeez. So you know, I guess I was well, gonna the, pay the, for there's other. There's that feedback thing as well, though. So I mean, you could always. But he was a nice guy. I have to say, <laughs> as much as much as I have to say, yeah. it was poor customer service. So hey, like uh, uh, it's, it's tough when it's, uh, people from home are like that. But I, I mean, I have to be honest, bro. Like this is customer service, mm. and if customer service is not dealt with in the right manner, like we'll, mm. we're just accepting things, bro. But anyway, how was your week, man? The week was, let me just think, it was actually a good week. Um, it just kind of ended badly. Like, well, not ended badly. We are in like Thursday now. Yeah. So yesterday I was gymming with my little brother. Now he goes hardcore into the gym. Yeah, bro. And now, <laughs> yo, I think he broke, like, I, I, I don't know, man. Feels like I broke something. Not yeah. broke something, but Lower like, back. Yeah, bro. Lower <laughs> back pains. Yo, I woke up. I couldn't even. Jeez. So yeah, ish, ish. So it's just one of those, you know, when you haven't been in a, into the gym in a while, yeah. and then you start gymming with a gym buddy who's been at the gym. Yeah, I know. I, it's 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 just a little too much. Like I try to ease myself in, bro, because I know mm. if I gym with uh, the lesechos of the world, uh, back the in the problem day, problem sometimes is the pressure. You're yay. the older brother, so you have to do more. So I mean, as the older brother, how can you not be able to push what I'm pushing? Yay, you know, bro. it's pressure, bro. It's pressure. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, you man, it's all kinds day. of pressure. It's all kinds of pressure. So the cool thing is we got uh, a lovely lady in studio with yeah. us uh, this time around. This lady right here is pretty pretty inspirational. What what now what's amazing about her is really just the, the tenacity, man. Someone who really just doesn't have a word quit written anywhere within her. Yeah, and I don't think it's part of her DNA. <laughs> nah, nothing. Man, I think all the other words in the dictionary are there except quit. Like mm. quit End, stop, no. <laughs> Give none up, of that. none of that. None bro. of that, son. <laughs> and uh, we actually, we, we got her right here in studios to, to just share her journey and also, you know, to just impart some some wisdom. Mm. I mean, I know that a lot of people are going into exam time right now. Maybe it's other things that are, you know, also pretty stressful in your life. Might not be exam necessarily. It might even be work. Or maybe you're actually considering Going off doing bigger things than where you are right now. You're kind of stuck and you're wondering, Ish, man, but is there a better, uh, uh, you know, is there, is there a better outcome? Can I, c could I change and what would I need 
to know or maybe what type of characteristics should you have in order for you to succeed and succeed very well so mm. yeah let's uh let's 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 get the lovely lady to just but before introduce that, herself let's give her a round of applause i mean really she's here with yeah. her. and the crowd goes wild Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good. So you got to see uh, the the pre-show. You got uh, to experience uh, the journey. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Yeah. So I mean, introduce yourselves. There's so many people who are like, oh, who is she? How? What? What? Yes. My name is Morongwa. Yeah. And. Morongwa means messenger. So mm. it's messenger. not Morenge, it's not Morangwa, it's not Morangwa. I've been there, given there's this thing called Moringa, do you know it? <laughs> <laughs> I've been given <laughs> seventeen variations of my name. Yo, wow. And I have issues with that because you know when you change my name you change my identity. Exactly. And yeah. it's because I was born after five, four boys that I was named Morongwa. So it also means wow. angel. Mm. And mm. yeah, so I originally am from Hamanskra. Mm-hmm. And I live here in Centurion. Sorry. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. So, what would you describe yourself in one word? As much as you told us about your well, maybe name, maybe not a word, but a phrase. Yeah, a phrase. Wow! <laughs> I never anticipated that. Mm. Well, never die attitude. Never die attitude. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell me, uh, Morungwa. I'm saying it right, right? Yes. yes. Cool. Thank Morungwa. you. <laughs> Starting from Hamanskral. Uh, just tell me about your upbringing. How, yes. how, um, let, let, let's start it from the beginning before we even know where you are right now. Yeah. Let's find out where you come from. And it is important to know where you come from because yeah. to know where you're going. Yes, you exactly. need to know where you come from. So yeah. I, I come from Hamanskral from a family of eight. Yeah. And it was a typical apartheid era mm-hmm. when we were growing up, um, fatherless. A mother who did not really have that high standard of education. Mm -hmm. So she first started working as a domestic and then she realized I can't leave all my children and go work. Mm. Uh, And then she had ideas of what could I do to make sure that I give my children all that they need. Mm. Uh, And and I I take a lot of who I am today from my mother. Yeah. Because... Where I come from, there's a there's a f- big factory site. It's called Babelehi. Okay. And that is where they manufacture quite a number of things. There's a factory that manufactures towels. There's a factory that manufactures milk. And then there's this factory that manufactures socks. Okay. Now, you know, socks are made like Vienna. So they go through a conveyor belt. Yeah. So if one sock misses that needle, there's going to be a problem because it means that sock is a reject. Mm, yeah. So what that firm used to do at that time, they used to throw that those rejects away. Mm, yeah. And my mom and some of the ladies in the township had ideas. Why don't we get these socks, stitch them up, and then go sell them? Oh, wow. So I went to university through money of socks. <laughs> <laughs> so my what mother, a story. <laughs> my mother would, um, and, and some of the, the ladies would go to this firm and pick them up, and then they would have their own bundles. And I remember coming home from school one day, and I found them sitting there by the lawn. So what they would do is because one sock could be in my bundle and one in yours. Mm-hmm. So they would sit and then match the socks. And then from there, they have one big bundle that they share from. And then um, my mother would then sit and painstakingly stitch all the holes. And Yo. then I would start with the pressing. Wow. So up to today, I really, really do not want to see an iron. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have ironed and pressed forever yeah. in my life. Because we had to make them look like... Socks that come from Edgar's. Yeah. So I can iron. I yeah. can iron. So, and, 
<clears throat> my mother is a very strong woman and mm. she persevered and the, the business became a, a success. And I'm talking about a woman who's got a standard three education. Mm. And, and she would go and she would sell these things on a Friday and she'd come back sometimes on a Saturday and she'd sit down and then she'd say, this is my income. Uh, these are my sales. And yes, this is yeah. my investment And this is going, what, what I'm going to spend on expenses okay. And that is where my dream of being an entrepreneur was born At such a young age Yeah yeah. Sometimes she used to take me with her To go and sell the socks house to house <laughs> Yes see. <laughs> being chased by dogs is not nice <laughs> <laughs> and I decided that I was going to go to school Because I knew that that was not the type of life That I wanted to live Exactly Yeah so um yeah I, um, at home now there's only seven of us left one of my brothers is late mm-hmm. but otherwise we are a happy family uh, very very close my siblings are my best friends and we have all grabbed the opportunities to say we do not want to live the the life that our mother lived and mm. we've all gone to school we've helped each other of course mm. because that's typically how it is in the black communities you you finish school and then you take your younger sister or brother yeah. to school yeah yes black tax no black tax <laughs> <laughs> exactly what yeah. it is yeah. so you so you went to study at uh, which university did you go to i went to unibo okay yeah. unibo yes. what is that exactly Unibo, <laughs> Portland University. I don't University of Northwest. When, when were you guys oh. born? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Unibo. it used to be called Unibo in those days. It was very popular. It's in mm. Mafeking. Okay. Yeah. And um, you see, my older brother studied to be a lawyer. So yeah. as I grew up and as I saw my mother going through all these things, I had a dream to become a lawyer. And in mm. my mind, I saw us opening a law firm. You know, Komani and Komani. Okay, and um, when I went to university, obviously uh, there was no space. And then I remembered what else did I like doing? And I remembered I like to teach and inspire people, so yeah. I studied to become a, a teacher. Mm. But I never actually went to teach. Okay, um, there's a, another long story why I never got into teaching. And then I yeah. came to vets. I did a postgraduate degree. Yeah, and then now you you, you need to remember that because I grew up struggling. I wanted to amass all qualifications as much as I can. Yeah. yeah. Because I wanted to make sure that at that time I would get a job that pays well. Exactly. And then um, I started working. And while I was working, I continued to study. And um, one day I, I, I just lost it. Um, I could never last in jobs. Mm. Um, mm. I get bored by monotony. I get bored by the routine. I get by, I, I mean, I have a son who's asthmatic and from time to time my son gets sick and I hate it if I have to ask a boss, can I please take my son to the doctor? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and one day I got retrenched from a job and I remembered, by the way, I have always wanted to be an entrepreneur. This is in 2004, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's just before before we now rush through. There's just so much that you've said in that yeah. that uh, that's that's quite um, that that can be quite deep. And I th- I think we, we, we don't want to miss the gems. Yeah, yeah. So we we want to now extract some of these gems. First of all, you you from a family that um, you know your mother started you know with with this whole entrepreneurship thing. Um, you know she left the being a domestic worker, mm-hmm. and now you you studying so much. Who was who? Wh- were you funding the the um, the studies in the beginning with of your mom's I- income, or were you? Did you get yes? Birth? So what happened is um, 
because we are from a family of eight and there's like big age uh, yeah. gaps between yeah. us mm. children uh, my mother took my older brothers to university mm. through selling socks wow. and when my brothers finished school they started working so mm. while my mother paid for my studies my brothers were also helping mm. but uh, because i knew where i was coming from and i knew that i did not want to fail i made sure that i passed i mean i was mm. the typical student who would uh, study overnight kind of mm. what is it called last minute yeah. <laughs> no, no 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 not last minute uh, cross nighting cross nighting yeah. yeah so, so you never too. slept you i never slept even today i don't sleep but that's another story <laughs> <laughs> so um <clears throat> anyway so my mother put me through school my brothers helped and i also got bursaries and it was mm. because of excellent performance at school yeah mm. sure. Ex- exceptional stuff i have to say but before we get into the entrepreneurship uh, side of things and how you went from retrenchment and uh, the job and how you always wanted to go through your dreams and all of that i think we should just take the ad break get all the admin out of the way so that we can get to the real talk cool. i am the future of south africa on my shoulders i carry the hopes and dreams of generations to come I'm eager to learn, but even more eager to use my knowledge for good. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanya Gold, we believe our youth is worth its weight in gold, which is why we are so committed to developing, nurturing, and grooming our young people into future leaders. Sibanya Gold, we are one. Gentlemen by choice on cliffcentral.com. And yes, we're back and uh, it's time to get into that story, eh? <laughs> Yo, uh, the lady still can't get over the fact that we don't know Unibo. <laughs> that was 30 seconds as she feasted on us. Who yeah. else knows Unibo? Like, if you know Unibo, just, you know, hit us with a WeChat. Tell me that, yeah, I know Unibo and I'm I, proud. <laughs> I thought it was like, I thought it was Borland, like, yeah, like apartheid uh, stuff. Like uni- I thought well, it, it was, was a homeland university. It? Yeah. Oh, because it sounded a bit Nigerian to me. Hey, <laughs> I thought it was another Unibo. Unibo. You go know something. You study at Unibo. <laughs> 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 it used to be called University of Buputatwana. That is okay, okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. At least you know Buputatwana. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Interesting. Yes, yes, yes. We do know Buputatwana. At yes. least one, <laughs> one, one up. One, one point up. for gentlemen by choice. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So here's now something pretty dramatic. Um, you got retrenched. You already had a family at this time. Yes. You had a boy who's asthmatic. Yes. And um. Retrenchment is a big thing. Were you, were you, were, um, did you, were you, um, did, were you married at the time where you got, got retrenched? Were you, were you, yes. how, how was the life then? Yes, I was married. Mm-hmm. And the retrenchment was, in fact, a blessing in disguise. I mean, if you mm. think about it. But, um, and it wasn't the typical retrenchment where big companies lay off people. It was a yeah. small company that had actually gotten a contract. But mm. they um, uh, recruited us before the contract was signed. So they could not sustain us because then the contract actually fell through. Yeah. So whatever that they had been contracted for, they could not deliver. Jeez. So they had to get uh, uh, to lay us off. And it was at that time that I remembered, by the way, and I asked myself that question, who am I and what do I want? Mm-hmm. And um, so I got into business by accident, but I had always known that I wanted to be my own boss. Deep down, mm-hmm. always. So you had your opportunity to I do so I had that now. nagging feeling. And, and I, I mean, if you look at my history, it was manifesting itself 
in me not being able to stay a long time in a particular job. Yeah. The shortest I've stayed in a job is four months and the longest is two years. Oh, mm. wow. So I do not have any yeah, long... You, yeah. You really don't like years. the routine or the rules or the hey, the no. procedure. And yeah, I get extremely frustrated with that. <laughs> I completely yeah. understand. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I still think, though, it, wa- it, might, it must have been a scary time. I mean, though, though you're thinking, yeah, well, I can just go into business, but... In that moment, uh, you're thinking, where I'm, I'm used to having this type of salary coming in every month and being able to support the family in this and that way. And now it's gone. Um, I've got all these qualifications and now I'm retrenched. Why retrench me? I've got the Vits and the Unibo and, <laughs> and the Rao. <laughs> And the Rao qualifications. And the Milpak. And you know what I mean? It just <laughs> yeah. carries on. Four. Yeah. That's like four different qualifications. Yeah. That, uh, why didn't they choose someone else? Why me? Didn't you have those type of moments? Not at all. Um, in fact, I think it was just time. Yeah. And, and a lot of things had been happening at that time. And even though I had known that I wanted to go into business, I had not been actively doing anything about it. But what I was doing is I was helping my brother who was already running his own consulting business. Yeah. yeah. So I was helping with him with executing some of, of his jobs. Mm. So as soon as I got that retrenchment letter, I started phoning around because I had also started building my own network. Mm. And immediately after I phoned around, I got a project. Wow. wow. Yes. I think uh, what your type of mentality is is really quite strong for you not to see the bad side of 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 a certain thing but to see an opportunity with every outcome like a it's a different outcome but you seeing well it's just a different opportunity. It's different from what I had before. Let me tell you something. You know in life you encounter challenges, mm. you meet setbacks, you face roadblocks, you experience tragedy. Mm. And those things can either make you or break you. And the choice is yours. Mm. What do you do when you're faced with a tragedy? You can Mm. continue to cry. You can blame the environment. You can blame God. But it is not going to change. So it's about how you take that situation and say, what do I do with it right now? Yeah, It's a very interesting perspective because... At the end of the day, like, it's choice. You said a very fundamental thing there because tragedy, setbacks, failure, they're all guaranteed in life. Exactly. Mm. They are all guaranteed. Yeah. But you have the choice yeah. to decide what the outcome will be of those things. Happening. And think about it. We experience those things all in different proportions. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, you might be unlucky. You might try school and fail and try business and fail and mm. lose your parents and lose everything. And then you find that... You are actually a nobody. But yeah. it is when you are actually down there, when you are down that cliff. Mm. <laughs> Very great choice. When you are down the cliff, yeah. that you decide what it is that I am going to do with my life. And, yeah. and you, you can choose to stay down there or you can choose to, to come mm. up. Now, coming up is also not going to be easy mm-hmm. because yeah. you're going to be facing the challenges and the setbacks and the failure that will remind you that you are a failure. Mm. Stay down there. So it's all in, in the mind. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. wait, so now you're telling us, let's paint the picture again. So you've just been retrenched. Now you work <coughs> with your brother in his consulting company and you've got your first client now. Yes. So what's happening? So now I'm uh, consulting. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And um, the one thing that I had learned when I was working in my other full-time jobs was to always do my best and exceed my customer expectations. Okay. So everything that I deliver, I make sure that I exceed expectations. Yeah. So whenever I've done work, you can understand referrals. And mm. So 
I didn't even have to ad- I had to advertise myself People were just coming to me mm. By word of mouth So mm. I became hugely successful yeah. And then I then decided Let me actually register an entity okay. Which I then did And that is when things started to happen Yeah, Waking uh, up, right? Yeah. I, I started getting up I mean the money started coming in And as the money came in I remembered where I came from and I went crazy. And I remembered mm. I didn't have this when I grew up. You know, I had to forego that <laughs> yeah. when I didn't grow up. And I made a number of mistakes. I mean, the number one mistake that I made was that I went to, into expensive office buildings. Actually, yeah. Okay. I read, I did my research on you. Sorry for interrupting. <laughs> and the stories that I read up on you, you bought, ex, you bought expensive office space. Yes. You in, installed technology that is exactly. out of this world. I hired people yeah. and I had, uh, uh, um, partners that I gave equity in the business. My favorite mm. part. This is my favorite. I, know I love. Are. I love this one. My favorite was you bought five cars. No, it was seven. It was seven. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. And you didn't even have enough parking At for home. those cars. Yeah. So some of them parked in the office. <laughs> so you can imagine in the morning when I left home, I would say, "Is it going to be the Mercedes?" <laughs> and then in the <laughs> afternoon when I come back, I would say, "Is it going to be the Range Rover?" So you see, I was. So you parked them at work. You at work and at home. Ca- yeah. Reminds me of Casper your vest. Hey. <laughs> I just saw it this morning. <laughs> I saw it this morning and I said, "We will, we will get there also." Yes. Mm. <laughs> Two million rent car. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So those are some of the decisions you made. Yeah, right? and there would be, I mean, one of the other things that I used to do. Um, you see, because I grew up not having a lot of things, I, I had that thing of wanting to, to overcompensate. Yeah. Yeah. Like going to London and Dubai to shop for a dress was like going home. Was like going to a museum. There are levels to this life. You levels. <laughs> I would simply get on a business class, and you never not get a seat on a business class. Mm. Right? Mm. Get a, a seat, and then I'd go to Herod's in London. Mm-hmm. Go and buy a dress and come back. Shucks, where was I at this what? time? Like, if I just knew you, nah, nah. <laughs> I like, might have lended you my car, one of my cars. Sh- yeah. Uh, but it all came crashing down one day. Is it? Yes. So like, what, what caused it actually? Um, you see, the, the, the biggest problem was there's a mistakes that I made. I did not do proper business compliance stuff. Okay. Mm. Like for me, that is payable every two months. So it was like, okay, I'll see. <laughs> in yeah. two months' time, and then two months comes ah, another two months, so the mm. debt vet debt piled up. Yeah. But also, uh, I was mostly in the public sector space, and as you know, government really does not pay on time, mm, mm, and mm. the invoices get get got delayed whenever paid on time, and then it meant that I was behind on my office rent. It meant that I could not pay my employees. It meant that I could not pay my cars. I mean, yeah. and the other question when we talk on financial issues, I ask myself, why didn't I actually pay the cash cash? It, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it is so stupid but yeah. anyway i could not pay them uh, so i just did not have cash flow mm. yeah and I, yeah see so goodness. things fell apart because you didn't have enough money on hand i didn't have money <laughs> not even enough so <clears throat> i my one of my favorite parts of your story is also when uh, you you moved out of your office do you want to tell us about let that let me one? tell you something so <laughs> it's friday afternoon and my landlord comes into my office and you must understand the office park where I was at is in the hub of Centurion. Yeah. So on, on the right, there's this insurance mall. On the other side, there's a big insurance company. Mm. And then in the office building, there was a personalized gym. Mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So, um, and then our office was on the first floor and it's Friday afternoon and my, my landlord comes through and she says, you know, I can hear by the knock. And when I heard the voice, I'm thinking, oh, I've been trying to avoid that voice. 
<laughs> the PA tries to stop him and say, I'll schedule you in two weeks' time. And she, he said, I want to see Ms. Makakane now. And then he came through, opened my door, and he said, we had an arrangement that you'll pay office rent every month. Yes. And for the past six months, you have not paid. If I don't get anything from you on Monday, I'm going to have to kick you out. And you know when they say it, it rains but pours? Yeah. You know, everything just happened in one day. Just yeah. after... The landlord left. I received a phone call, and I can actually imagine the financier sitting on his desk with his legs on the table and with his chest swinging. Uh, Miss Makakani, are you going to be in the office this afternoon? I'm coming with uh, six of my guys to fetch the cars, and the one that is at the panel beaters will get on Monday. Just after that phone call, one of the employees came and said, Murunga, you have not paid us, and I need to pay my daughter's crash fees. Please help me out. Like, I felt like the world should just open up and swallow me whole. So, <clears throat> in a split of a second, I just lost everything and I lost it all. And the following day, I realized that I had to take some action. But I think in my mind, I still had hope that things would work out. So, I decided to run away from <laughs> my offices in the middle of the night. So, midnight, <laughs> you know, and when I, when I do my motivational talks and I, I tell the story, I say, if you're with me on, on, on the following day, on Saturday night, you would have stood with me on that first floor of my office. And as you are looking down, you'd see men in overall, overalls mm. taking uh, office equipment and furniture and Yo. putting it in trucks. And I was running away from my offices in the middle of the night. Whoa. Yeah. So you ran away from everything? I ran away from my offices and I think I tried something else and it did not work again. Mm. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, that's the other thing. Like, my cell phones, what is this thing with black people having more than one cell phone? <laughs> anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> Both my cell phones <laughs> were, were, were switched off, which was good because then I didn't have creditors. Is yeah, it creditors yeah. or debtors? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Creditors, yeah. Yes, uh, phoning me every day. And I closed myself up. And at that mm. time, I, I just sat every day crying. And sure. I, I kept on calling on to God. And it's amazing that when I was having the good life, throwing all those parties for people, giving people the card to, you know, tops, the, the bottle store used to open for me at any time. What? <laughs> <laughs> any time. Mm. Whenever I wanted to buy people alcohol. Yeah. Anyway. So I, I, I sat there and I cried myself and I was blaming everyone. Why didn't my clients pay me? Why did our bank give us the loan mm. and so forth? And, I was screaming, Lord, why, why, why me, why now? Yeah. You know, and, and for, for quite some time, mm-hmm. I just closed myself in my hole. Yeah. And I was in that blame mentality. Right. So you're, blame. you're blaming people. Everything yeah. except, and I don't want to say blaming myself because it's not about blame, it's about taking responsibility. Yeah. Mm. So I was blaming everyone except me taking responsibility. So you were acting actions. like a victim. Oh, yes. Okay. I was mm. crying. I was really, really, I mean, I cried until I didn't have tears coming out anymore. Yo. What? And, but I just continued to you wave. You just had the sound. Scream. You had the sound. No, <laughs> no more liquid. <laughs> so you exactly. went, you went from rags <coughs> to, to riches. riches and bawling yeah. hard. And back to rags. To rags. Yeah. And how did that feel? Like yeah. In terms of the people around you as well. I, I, I can imagine there's some tough conversations. People, 
that that you didn't want to have like people saying what happened to you i mean you can imagine going back home i had been a celebrity mm. and 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 i used to get invited i mean they still invite me to come and speak at graduation parties mm. Mm. but then uh, the other thing that i i like when you're coming from a township is no you know that at the township there are guys who play dice ne? yeah at yeah. the corner street yeah. so those guys used to bet on which car was gonna come home <laughs> <laughs> so it used to be nice when i'm attending a graduation party that say i don't have a I told you she was gonna bring come in a Mercedes. Yeah. No, I told you yeah. it was so nice. But now I couldn't go back home. I mean, first of all, how do I stop a taxi? But then how do I look those people in the eye? So yeah. I, I just couldn't. I, I couldn't do anything. And the best thing that I did was just to stay at yeah. home. Okay, so while you're staying at home, you I'm sure were surrounded by so many people. You had so many friends. But now when you're at your lowest of lows, who was really there for you, or were those friends even around? No, never. Mm. They, so, they say when days are dark, yeah. friends are the fewest. Um, the only people that were there for me, and that is why at the beginning of the conversation, I said my family, my siblings are my closest friends. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who actually came through for mm. yeah. for me. Yeah, I mean, there were times when we didn't have food at home. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You, you mentioned something about when days are dark. I actually read something not too long ago. It says sometimes when you're in a dark place, you think you've been buried but actually you've been planted mm. exactly in mm. fact that is th- that was the beginning of my being planted mm. because at some point the blaming the crying had to stop yeah. and i had to start taking responsibility mm-hmm. but um the thing that really brought that change to my life is that i found myself at a conference and I don't even know how I went to that conference. Mm. I don't know how I paid, but I was there in Cape Town. And I, I was sitting there going through that blame. And then I remember seeing speakers going up and down. I didn't hear what they were saying until there was one speaker. Yeah. And I will tell you his name. His name is Justin Cohen. Yeah. And he went to the stage and he said, every one of us has a story. Yeah. You can use your story of success or failure to educate others. What? Mm. And that is when... He, those words changed my life forever because I realized I have a story. Mm. And that night I could not sleep because it was the night that my personal transformation actually took place. Mm-hmm. I did not sleep and I sat down the following morning. <clears throat> I knew how much I owed West Bank, how much I owed SARS. I, I mean, I had a debt of over 10.7 million. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! By the following morning, I had sat down, I had broken it down in terms of who I owe, how much I owe. I had a plan of how I was going to pay them back, even though I didn't have a job, even though I didn't have a business. What? Jeez. So so, wait, let me just understand. I'm trying to get a plan to get one million. (laughs) (laughs) She had a plan to pay back 10.8. No, but like, wait, wait, wait. You. Okay, so um, this is like Yara Samuelakait. This is like I a mean, lot of trouble. Imagine all, all those seven cars that are repossessed. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, what imagine. type of cars were these? Like, just I by had the like way. Your, um, okay. Mercedes, mm-hmm. I yeah. had your Range Rovers, mm. I had your Jaguar. Allah, Allah. I think the smallest car I had was a Yaris. Uh. And a Yaris was just. Just to go to, yes. to just for control, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. wait, I want to understand. Um, so you're 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 sitting <laughs> like a victim. You're a victim. You feel like a victim. Yeah. How long did it take you to transform to the realizing that you have to take responsibility? I think uh, maybe three months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not that bad. Actually. No, it's not that bad. And I think it was that conference, and it. I think it was. Justin's words that really helped me, mm. and I don't even know how I got to that conference. So. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, and um, 
you know, you know, must never underestimate the power of words. You must yeah. never underestimate what a pers- what a difference somebody can do into your life, even mm. though they may be unintentionally doing so. Yeah. yeah. So it took about uh, three to four months, and when I came back from that conference, I had a plan of wh- how much do I owe SARS, uh, mm. you know, West Bank, um, all the credit cards, personal credit card, yeah, business sure. credit card, personal loan, uh, business loan, personal overdraft, business overdraft. You understand? 10.7 million. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And um, I had a plan of how I was going to um, pay it back. Yeah. And the one thing that I also learned out of this experience is when you take responsibility and you approach your creditors, even if you don't, you know, if you owe somebody like a bank, mm. they don't care if you pay them back 50 cent. Yeah. Just, Just pay. As long as you the are. Point, as long as you make the commitment yeah. and you stick to it. Mm, and even mean. if you struggle with that commitment, you go back and mm. you let them know, guys, things are not okay. So I, I, I went and I, to all my creditors, I took responsibility and I said, Mr. X, I owe you this much. This is how much I can pay you over this period. Mm, yeah. And they all agreed. And remember, I didn't have a wow. job. Yeah. So I started having like a vision board. Mm. And my number one goal was to be financially independent. Mm, mm-hmm. And then that is how I broke them down. And then my second goal, obviously, was to go find a job. Mm. And then um, the other thing that I teach people is never burn your bridges. Yeah. Yeah. Because I went back to my old job and they said to me, never, ever have your cell phone off. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because they had been looking for me. Wow. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So I got my job back, but I worked for other jobs at the same time Yo. because I had a plan of yeah. how much. I, and it took me four years to pay it back. Wow. Sure. But yeah. you did it. I did it. It was hard, but you did it hard. I did. I had a goal and I knew what I wanted. Mm. I knew that I do not want to be a person with debt. That's amazing yeah. though. Yeah. 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 So it, it, that, it has been a journey. That's actually something quite vital. I think uh, a lot of young people, actually even older people, don't understand that concept of it's fine, I owe these guys, but let me just go talk to them. Mm. Yeah. And people want to rather duck and dive to try and stay alive. But actually, the more you duck and dive, the worse the problem becomes. Running yeah. away does not solve the problem. Yeah. In fact, mm. when you go and approach your creditors, you make it easier for them to have to send um, debt collectors. Yeah. They make a saving on their side because they don't mm. have to pay these people. And but also mm. your credit rating yeah. goes up because you are paying back, even if it's 50, whatever amount you yeah. are, you have committed an amount and you are paying it yeah. back. I never had to go through debt review. I never mm. had to because I did my own debt review and I took responsibility. I yeah. had a plan and I stuck to that plan. I mean, yeah. there were times when I really could not pay that and that, but mm. I still went back to my creditors and I said, you know what? This month is not going to be possible. I will top it. Up in the following month mm, yeah. And that is how I was able to stick to the Four year plan of paying it all back mm. Didn't you feel that weight um, On your shoulders of Being that That customer Oh, there's that one that does that, that <laughs> The one that owes us 10.8 million Oh there's that like, And this is something that, that You feel not just that at, When you go to the bank and you know that Oh shucks they know my face but you also feel it when you're walking on the street or you're walking around Kokasi at home and the people are like, that one. That's I stayed away one. from home, let me tell you. <laughs> Yo. But uh, one of this, the things that this experience has taught me is that you are in your life for mm. yourself. Yeah. And if you start saying, what are people going to say if I do this? Mm. Yeah. Looking for people's approval, mm. you are not going to get anywhere. 
I need I need some some vital information from you because I have a friend who's more or less going through the same thing. Mm. A lot of people are, and they're going through it secretly <coughs> sometimes, ne? Yes. Let me tell you something. Uh, how often? Because that is how I actually got to write my first, my two books. Okay. Um, you know, as part of the transformation, after I had paid the debt back, I said. I have so much information to share and knowledge. Mm. And you have a story, remember? E- exactly. Yeah. And I wrote my first book, When Is Enough Enough? Mm. 10 Things Any Aspiring Entrepreneur Needs to Know to Start and Run a Successful Business. So I do, t- I mean, I've told you my story in like 20 minutes, yeah. but mm. that is a story that happened over five years Eish. and it's in, in both books. So yeah. I've only told you the tip of the iceberg. The tip of the iceberg, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so in each and every chapter, when I say do a business plan, I tell you what I did mm. or did not do, and I give you the theory, then I give you the step by step. Oh wow! And then when I paid that 10.7 million in four years, I realized this is success. Yes. And that is how I wrote my second book, Breakthrough yeah. to Your Destiny. You can achieve the success you want when you want, in the way you want. It all starts with you. Mm. So at the end of the day, whatever happens in life, you have to take responsibility for your life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, typically, um, how often have you seen a black dude? Get a tender to fix a strip of the road and they buy an X5. Mm. Yeah. Those are the mistakes that we do when we yeah. get into business. So we a forget. lot of people are actually getting, living that life right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what this friend of mine, what, what he's doing right now is he's staying away from home, you know, trying mm. to build his life. He's still very young, still like about 24. And, uh, he feels that he has failed in certain things and he doesn't want to go home. He feels to, ashamed. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, Everybody is talking about how he's the one that was supposed to make it. He's, yes. People probably have bets on the street yeah, corner yeah, that yeah. he's going to come with a shoroko. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> yes, By now, yes. he should be. You know, yes. people, sometimes people make ca- calculations of where you should be yeah, right now. Yeah. And then now it's awkward to go home if you're not there. And uh, you look like the promising one. Everyone's been to. You know how even your mother starts bragging about you and say, Shucks. Yo, Wanaka, he's yes. doing this and this. Yeah. He's there. Yeah. And everyone always comes to ask. How's your son doing? Mm. I am sure by now. Ooh, hey, cause That's my daughter, all kinds of cause my daughter, yes. and you know, they're thinking maybe the daughter can get to meet your son. Yes. Cause maybe something. Yeah. So you saying you, you, you stayed away from home during the, the building time. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, from Haman's Kral. From Haman's Kral. Yeah. Was this so that you, wh- who were you really staying away from? The, the society or the parents the or communi- everything the and community. everybody? Yeah. The community. The community. So did you stay in contact though with your parents and, and. Yes. I mean, mm. my family, like I said, are the people who were really there for me. So yeah. siblings, yeah. Yeah. my mom and so yeah. forth. But and you explained everything to they them. They were all told to keep it hush hush. You see, yeah. at that time I was still living under a societal pressure. Yeah. <laughs> It's expected that Moron will do this, will be like that. Yeah. And so so you worried so. about what people thought about you? At that time, yes. Yeah. I was concerned yeah. that yeah. those guys betting dies at the street corner. They're going to laugh at me now. Exactly. Now I'm in now? a taxi. I don't even know how to stop a taxi. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, how do, do you I look? point up? Do I point down? <laughs> do I do three fingers or four fingers? I don't nice know. Nice life so, problems. <laughs> but how do you liberate yourself from that, actually? Um, <clears throat> You know... It's all about taking personal responsibility. Mm. It really is about you uh, 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 going back. Because one of the, the things I had to do to go through this journey of personal transformation, I asked myself that question that I, I had a dream, yeah. right? And and what what is my life purpose? Who am I? Mm. Remember I went to university, I wanted to be a lawyer, but now I became a teacher. So teaching is the core 
an inspiration is the core of who I am. Mm. But yeah. was having seven cars inspirational? Was mm. that part of my dream? And I realized that there's nothing wrong mm. to have a dream to have seven cars. Yeah. Yeah. But you need to work hard for them and That's you true. need to be responsible with them. Mm. You, you know, when God has given you that luck, you do not misuse the luck. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, that is why today I, I'm also involved in other things that help mm. young people to grow. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Now this has been absolutely amazing. What? And I mean, it's, it's been so deep and insightful. There's so much that I feel like, um, I, and I want to get away from saying black people's <coughs> mentality because if we keep on saying that, then we will never get out of it because and we never have, move forward. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you've labeled it as it's a, my it's my pigment's mentality i will never change this pigment that means i'll forever have this mentality but we can rather say stop having a poor person's mentality it just so happens that we were poor uh, and majority of us are poor but we can get out of it and so there's no white person mentality and black people mentality but it's rather a rich man's mentality and a poor man's mentality because that you can work yourself out of absolutely yeah so i think a lot of us Still have that poor person's mentality of when we do get the money, we can see these seven cars and trips to Dubai yes. and having lunch in Paris. You're like, don't you want to go have lunch in Paris? Exactly. Real quick, we'll come yeah. back. We'll yeah. come back. Like we'll, <laughs> we'll be back by tonight at eight. Yeah. yeah. Yo, you, you, you imagine that life. The other mentality mm. that we have is the entitlement mentality. Hey, yeah. Give me a job. Mm. Give uh. me a what is this money that the a grant and give stuff. me the grant yeah. and give me a house. So, we expect yeah. so much from government. We expect so much from government and from other people. I. I would rather give a guy, even though I have a driver's license and I went to learn to drive, I would rather mm. give a guy who's helping me to reverse at a shopping mall yeah. to rent than give somebody who's standing at the robot. Mm. Yeah. So what I've learned is as much as we're entitled, as much as we have this black person's mentality, as much as we have all these things. It's about you. It's, it's two words. Take responsibility. Exactly. And that sums it all up. Yeah. I mean, I've learned so much from you. Like, I actually want to read these books. Like, you <laughs> Yeah. So I'm seeing the two lovely books right here with me. This, these are now the books that this lovely lady, Murungwa, uh, wrote herself. Um, the one is told, uh, uh, the one is called When is Enough Enough? This one was your first book, right? Yes. Yeah. So the first book is When is Enough Enough? And you can just see this man so frustrated with all the question marks around him. <laughs> and, uh, the pressure your life, you know, you. I, I can, I can totally see that this could have been you at that particular time in life when you felt like everyone's coming to your office with yeah. me too even me I want my money yeah. bring back the money hey, hey. <laughs> it must have been rough yeah. jeez and I mean the second book, a book uh, this is now after you'd now paid off the 10 I, point after I had recovered you know the millions have been paid off and you can finally start building um, on your own wealth again without yeah. having to, you know, to worry about too many things. And this one is now from a different place in life. And I, I can see the picture here is of Freedom. someone standing on a on a uh, hilltop. Taking a leap of faith. You know, and her <laughs> arms are stretched out in front of her. And she's like, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. And it's called Breakthrough to your destiny. Wow, man. Yeah. This is absolutely amazing. I'll give you guys complimentary copies. Oh, wow, but those books, I sell them yes. directly so people uh. get in touch with me. Yeah. Uh, I have issues with people who send me inboxes on Facebook and say, please give me the book for free. Like, for what? I mean, who are I've you? self-published these books yeah. and I've paid money. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, when you're giving something for free, you actually don't treasure it. Exactly. That's, <laughs> That's very true. You don't value it. So, yeah. 
Yes. So, uh, Morungwa, mm. as we're wrapping up the show, what's your advice to the youth of South Africa? Like I said earlier, in life you will encounter challenges, mm. you will meet setbacks, you will face roadblocks, mm. and you might possibly experience tragedy. Mm. Yeah. When you are down there, it is up to you on whether you remain down there or you stand up, mm. you brush yourself off, and you move on. Powerful mm. and take responsibility, right? Take responsibility. Wizza, yet again another session, right? Yeah, man. I just want to close off with a, a quote I also read pretty recently. It says, if you fail, never give up because fail means first attempt in learning. Mm. Yes. End is not the end. In fact, E-N-D means effort never dies. Uh-huh. If you get no as an answer, remember no means next opportunity. Yeah. So let's be positive. Absolutely. Thank Great you so stuff. Much. Some powerful stuff. And yet again, a Thursday and the shortest hour of the week. My name is Impure Petros. And I'm Wizard, that guy. Signing out. This is CliffCentral.com.